In a world of movies, games, and TV shows, three men must come together. Come on, get to the mic! To provide news and unwanted opinions. Hey. Sure, Stallone, with their powers combined. Mr. Wayne, Rachel said it would blow your f***ing mind. This is Nerds with Mics. Welcome to Nerds with Mikes, Episode 2. I'm Travis. I'm Justin. I'm Maxwell. How's it going, guys? Hello, listeners. It's good, man. How you doing? <laughs> it's party on, Wayne. <laughs> party on, Wayne. <laughs> party on, Garth. Uh, welcome. Uh, this is uh, Episode 2. Uh, we actually decided to do another episode, so... Uh, Thanks for listening and stopping in. So uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. You made it seem as if we were like on the verge of quitting. Well, after that last episode, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I really, yeah. I really screwed that one up. Yep. Yeah, you really, mean 0.8? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, we always like to get started by talking about you know, what we've been up to this past week. So Justin, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Okay, uh, I've been playing Rust. That's no surprise. It was my pick of the week last week, and I've uh, allowed that to carry itself into this week. Other than that, I have been just severely lacking as a human being. You know what I think's funny is you've actually been advertising our podcast inside of your Rust world, right? I have, yes. Uh, in Rust, you can place signs around the uh, the map, and I. Uh, you can also some servers allow you to put a picture on them, like an actual image from a website. So I threw the Nerds with Mike's logo around a few <laughs> locations around town, and uh, a lot of people blew them up. Wow. <laughs> There's not fair. much love for the server in the world of Rust. Yeah, well, fair enough. What about you, Maxwell? What have you been up to? Um, well, just preparing for this big move. Um, finding out that my cat has diabetes. <laughs> oh, diabetes. Yeah. At least it's um, not AIDS. It literally is the diabetes cat. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That, wow. That, that just got so dark. So dark, like <laughs> Batman v Superman. So, so, uh, question, do you have to give your cat insulin shots since it's a uh, diabetic? Or apparently it can get that bad, but luckily, uh, she's just the level that with the right canned food, uh, she'll be under control. Well, let's just make sure we do that. And we also get those diabetic socks that she can wear. As yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta increase that circulation. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, um, you know, uh, just wanted to mention that uh, this is actually going to be Maxwell's last podcast in person for a while since he's moving to Florida. But even uh, though for all of you, it's still not in person. Yeah, so you guys, <laughs> so aren't, you, don't you will not be affected by it. <laughs> yeah. We, on the other hand, will be. Yeah, it's just the fact that uh, I get to look across the table and just see a white wall instead of Maxwell's beautiful face. Yeah, I'll hang a picture though. It's all right. Okay, well that's fine. It's a good idea. So. Right. Can we just get like a dummy and, and just tape his face to it? Like a blow-up doll. How would that be any different <laughs> than what I'm looking oh. at now? Oh. See, see what it did there? Oh. I love you so much. There's more air in my head, I guess. I got. I don't even know what that means. Anyways, um, yeah, so me, I have actually gotten back into playing some video games. I uh, played The Division for a hot minute last night, and then uh, also have been trying my hand at uh, Quantum Break on the PC, which I haven't got to play a ton of it, but what I've played so far, it's pretty decent. Kind of reminds me of those uh, old games when the bullet time first came out, and you got to slow everything down. When and everybody was doing that. Yeah, you got yeah like Max Payne, <laughs> and then you got the Matrix games, and then you got uh, 
What was that game where you're a cop? Um, oh my god. Dead to rights, maybe? Yeah, dead, dead to, to rights. rights. And you got the dog and you're diving in slow mo and stuff. Yeah, like you so. pop pills to get better, but I think you do that in, in, yeah. in uh, Max Payne as well. All the drugs. All the drugs. So, yeah. So, but other than that, um, just been uh, preparing myself mentally and emotionally for Maxwell's departure. Other than that, I'm actually getting really excited uh, for May 6th. Do you guys know what May 6th is? Is it uh, Captain America? Yeah, Captain America. So. You know, I'm kind of preparing myself for that and preparing the fact that Maxwell's going to be gone. So I guess I'll just be seeing it alone without friends. I know. I'm going to be Captain Lonely. Well, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Oh, well, that's <laughs> fine. But Maxwell will be seeing it all by himself in an oh, IMAX, yeah. living it up. But whatever. Anyways, speaking of movies, uh, I actually want to get into the Suicide Squad trailer that actually recently released. Um, did you guys happen to get a chance to check that out? Uh, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. And Maxwell. Uh yeah, I like the second trailer best. However, uh, I do like the tone that they're taking the movie. So yeah, it's it's one of those things like I don't know a ton about the Suicide Squad, just the same as I didn't know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy. And you know, going and not knowing anything about Guardians of the Galaxy and coming away completely, you know, blown away by how good the movie is. I'm hoping that this is able to kind of do the same thing, you know, for me. Yeah, and with Suicide Squad, you know, they're it's you know this group of villains and some of them are really well known the Joker Harley Quinn some of them not so much I still don't know their names uh, but with this new trailer especially they kind of put a focus on some of the lesser known uh, villains you can tell they're definitely pushing Harley Quinn on us though yeah yeah you can definitely tell that and one of the things that the only really thing I do know about the Suicide Squad is obviously it's a, a group of of kind of villains that they kind of turn you know to to do good I guess. Uh, you know, so it definitely looks interesting. I do like the fact that we got to see more of Batman in the trailers because we haven't seen a whole lot of him. And another look at, you know, uh, it, the Joker in this movie, you know, looks kind of really psychotic and different than anything I've seen. I mean, you know, obviously when you think about Joker and you think about Heath Ledger and what he did for yeah. the role, you know, obviously I understand that this is supposed to be a different Joker, but a lot of big shoes to fill if yeah. you ask me. So I have a feeling... And I don't know why, but I do. I have a feeling that the Joker isn't going to be a huge part. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't. Th I mean, it could just be they're holding back in the trailers, but I mean, we're getting a lot of Harley Quinn and a lot of um, every everyone else, really. And the Joker is just a few pieces here and there. Yeah, well, maybe they're going to do the exact opposite of what they did for Batman <laughs> v Superman. Impossible. And actually try to have a few things up their sleeve that they can reveal, you know, while you're actually watching the movie. Let's hope that's the case, right? That would be nice. And now. I know you guys were, um, speaking of the trailer, I'm sure you've heard about the reshoots that they're talking about. Uh, I've heard some about it. I don't really know a ton about it. They wanted to, I know the rumor was they wanted to make it like lighter and uh, more lighthearted than because of how uh, BVZ, as you guys call it, <laughs> yeah. was uh, uh, received. Um, yeah, so that's the essentially the rumor, but I guess even the director himself came out and said that reshoots for humor is silly. When a studio loves your movie and asks what else you want, you go for it. Um, so he's pretty much saying, no, it's not for humor. It's just they are loving this movie, and they're giving us a bunch of more money to really kill it. Maybe they're just trying to change some things and correct what happened with Batman versus Superman as it's kind of plummeted week after week. Right. Well, I'm hoping big things. I mean, Zack Snyder is known to, you know... Mess up everything? Mess up everything he touches. So I'm hoping that this maybe is the movie that maybe kind of redeems him in that role. Uh, so we'll see. So Is he directing this? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, no, ju no, maybe I'm thinking Justice David League. David 
David Ayers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm thinking Justice League is actually what yeah, is Zack Snyder's doing. Yeah. So, but uh, going on from that, we also want to stay with the theme of Batman. Maxwell, did you want to talk about uh, some of the news that came out about standalone Batman movie? Um, all the news I knows, which is Ben Affleck has confirmed that he will be uh, starring and directing in a standalone Batman movie. Yeah, and I'm not going to say that we were fully responsible for him coming out and saying that since we talked about it on our last podcast, but we might have. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, we have a lot of influence in uh, the world. I mean, I, there's no reason to believe that we didn't play a part in this. <laughs> That's true. Now, Justin, you being the odd guy out that didn't see B versus S yeah. versus ev- the world. Anyways, uh, are you excited? I mean, I mean, I know that obviously you haven't got to see him in the Batman role, but do you, you know, what's your thoughts on it? I am excited uh, because the one common theme through all the terrible reviews for BVZ is that Ben Affleck is a great Batman. Uh, and I already know he's a great director. So I am looking, uh, I'm very much looking forward to seeing him direct this film and, you know, play Batman. And I do intend to see B- BVZ. I, really I got to stop keep, calling you really Z. I really keep thinking you're going to say Beaver for some reason. I don't plan on it. Um, not BVS either. Yeah. BVZ. Why am I calling BVZ? That's why you leave it up to us. I wonder why you guys are laughing. Uh, it's Batman VZ, bro. Have you not seen that one? Nah. Uh, Zorro. Now I want to. Yeah. A BVS. Sorry, listeners. Uh, but uh, I, I am excited about seeing uh, the standalone film with Ben Affleck. Yeah, well, that was a really long story for you to mess up a lot of abbreviations. <laughs> Everything. I'm not going to edit it, but I'm, I'm, I'm pr- I'll own up to my mistake. <laughs> but I'm just glad that you're excited. Maxwell, what about you? Are you I mean, you're really excited for this or what? Um, totes excited. I just like the, Totes McGoats. I'd like to add BVZ sounds much better. <laughs> than Totes? Not than BVS. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's we call why it's called Superman Batman v Superman. Oh. Superman. Well, VBS is Vacation Bible School. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> But anyways, so yeah, I mean, and I'm also really excited about it. Uh, Like you said, I mean, I've seen the movie twice. Maxwell's seen it once. And the reoccurring theme in my mind is Ben Affleck, for me, you know, is really what made that movie kind of stand out. Because I think going into it, everybody expected him not to do a great job in that role. And I think a lot of people came away surprised, you know, that he actually managed to do great as not only Bruce Wayne, but also as Batman as well. So, uh, Justin, do you want to talk about uh, another movie trailer since this is obviously the week of movie trailers? I know. We got so many great trailers, and, you know, we started with Suicide Squad. Um, another great one that came out this week was the trailer for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. It's the uh, kind of prequel spinoff to the Harry Potter series. When they first announced this movie, I kind of thought, eh, it's probably going to suck. <laughs> That's my uh, opinion on everything. And, um, well, the trailer came out, and it just it, it looks pretty good. Um, it takes place, I don't know, like in the 20s or 30s, something like that. And it follows this guy. Uh, just he's in, he's in America now instead of London. And I don't know. It just the trailer, it looked good. It had a few callbacks to the series. And it just looks like it's going to be really fun. I think it's going to be – I think they're sp- uh, making it a trilogy. So Great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Great. What well, we need is another trilogy about Harry Potter world. What did you uh, – what did you think about it? I know you watched it muggle. earlier today, right? What, <laughs> what a muggle. They're not called muggles in America. Well, Travis is. They have a, he is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly uh, – I did not read the Harry Potter books, but I did love all the movies. Yeah. So I'm actually pretty excited about the movie. At first, when I actually watched the trailer, the teaser, where it didn't really show you a whole lot of anything, I was like... It was pointless. Yeah, I didn't really even understand what I was watching at that point. But the new trailer that you know that you and I watched, you know, it actually looks like it's going to be really good. And I think it's going to tell the, a really good story leading up to, obviously, when the Harry Potter movies are supposed to take place. So. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know much about the character. I know that he uh, 
supposedly like in the Harry Potter series, he wrote like a textbook, I think, called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And this is just kind of his story. So what about you, Maxwell? You don't know anything about this movie, do you? Um, It looks good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's about as much info as I got. All right. Fair enough. Well, let's talk about uh, a movie that you do know something about. Let's talk about the uh, Star Wars Rogue One trailer that uh, recently dropped. Might I add? A week, a couple days after we brought up this on our podcast up. that nothing had been dropped, yep. and all of a sudden our it influence, did. yeah. There so I'm is. just gonna yep. say our yeah. our arms are long and they're wide, and you know we, we reach out around the world and we hug it, <laughs> and we <laughs> you're gonna and we squeeze out some trailers. I like it. All right, so uh, yeah, Star Wars Rogue One. Honestly, I'm like extremely excited for this movie. I, am too. Uh, I wasn't sure prior to the trailer, um, as with most movies i guess but uh the good thing about it is that it does have that star wars feel still um the AT-ATs at the end of the trailer oh my god speaking of which so let, me, pumped. let me pause you right there so somebody asked me at work and i, I don't even know where this came from they said as a kid did you call them AT-ATs or did you call them at ats i'm like who <laughs> who ever called them that would call them at ats i'm like that makes literally no sense clearly the guy that asked you that yeah that literally makes <laughs> what no a sense weirdo. yeah but but go <laughs> ahead maxwell sorry i just had to ask no you're you're good i know there's a lot of uh fanboys or just people complaining i guess because there's another female lead uh i have no problems with it honestly it looks fantastic and if they really want a guy in the role they could just s the d what year is it why where people are still upset about this that yeah. just blows my mind Especially after the world of Trump. Yeah. That's what we're in. Oh, <laughs> no. A, a bomb on us. <laughs> oh, no. We're getting political. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> butthurt about everything, and everybody says the wrong thing. So. Yeah. Any, I mean, if it's any indication of how well a female lead did in the last Star Wars movies, I have, or, you know, the last Star Wars movie that just came yeah. out, like, I have no concern about. Yeah, she was uh, perfect. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I am curious, though, if this character has a bigger role in the newer Star Wars movies, you know, with The Force Awakens, if you find out who this character is. Uh, you know, I, I think they've confirmed that obviously it's not Ray's mother. That was a big theory going around this week. Yeah, but but I'm still wondering, like, they have to be setting, if, if they're going to go back in the timeline and do a new movie, it has to be to set up something in some of the newer Star Wars movies, I would think. Maybe not, because in A New Hope, uh, she says that many people died to bring us this information, and this is the movie about getting that information. That information. So, yeah, she I'm, didn't say all people died or all whatever died, but she did say many. Right. So. And wait, in which movie? A New Hope episode. Well, Star Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Star Wars, the many of them. Um, yeah. Well, it was Star Wars in 1977, and now it's A New Hope. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Now, now, what do you guys think about the the character in the trailer that's obviously in the cloak? Who do you think that is? It's the part where uh, the person is kneeling, and they're kind of in a cloak. Uh, it's where, actually, Vader gets his helmet for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a, a Vader is in this movie. Yeah. yeah. So What? So, yeah, they casted Vader the other day. Oh, I forget that it's a no-name actor, but... Well, well you're not it's gonna, just it's just for the suit. I don't, the voice gonna, will be, I'm sure, James Earl Jones. Yeah, I was gonna say get James Earl Jones. Cause, oh my gosh, my yeah. mind is just blown. You know who I now. hope makes an appearance? Who? Ewan McGregor. Oh yeah, you and me. <laughs> yeah, just seems like a cameo or something. I want to see. I want to see Obi Wan. Yeah, that would be sweet. Uh, he said he's the only thing that got me through the prequels. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But you know, I was thinking, well, what if it was? Uh, what if it was Snoke? Or what if it was? 
you know, you know, who, maybe it's somebody from the new newer Star Wars movies that maybe they're introducing as a younger person. That'd be cool. You yeah. know, so I, I just can't help but think that there's got to be some sort of tie-in with the new movie and, you know, The Force Awakens. So Yeah, maybe. Uh, one thing I like about the trailer, and, you know, it's just a two-minute trailer, but I, I like how it feels different it looks different it feels different it feels like it's gonna be grittier you know maybe more violent even but it's it's in the star wars universe so it it doesn't really fit the mold of a star wars movie but it is right and i love when they take a new movie because one thing that i felt like that the uh episodes um one through three did that i thought was really strange is even though they were technically supposed to be quick uh, prequels is they actually made them look like they were set farther in the future from the original movies And this one just seems like they do a really a really great job of keeping that same theme and the look and feel from yep. you know episodes three through you know three or four through six. So yeah. you know, so yeah. So any other thoughts around Star Wars before we move on? I just I can't wait. I'm at first when uh, they announced they're going to basically make a new Star Wars movie every year. I thought, great, I'm going to get tired of this franchise, but nope, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I just hope I can outlive them. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, let's move on to a trailer that. I don't really know if any of us at this table is that excited about. No. Uh, is the uh, the new Doctor Strange uh, trailer with Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't know anything about Doctor Strange, and maybe that's why when I watched this trailer, I was really underwhelmed. When I was watching it, it felt like a mix between Inception, The Matrix. Like I'm not really sure what's going on. What's your all's thoughts? I feel like they dropped the ball with the trailer. I feel like it's a character that isn't as known as others like Iron Man and Spider-Man. And I kind of felt like with the trailer, they that was their chance to really introduce us to him, and they didn't. So I'm still just as confused. Yeah. Probably more so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it as of right now, but I am looking back at my thoughts on Ant-Man when they announced it and how I thought it was just going to be terrible and ended up being one of my favorites. So this could very well do that. The only thing I dislike is how some of the Marvel movies, especially this one, seems to be going very comic book-oriented visually with the, the costumes. And oh, yeah. It's just, like, pulled right from the comics. Um, and that's why I didn't like Vision from Avengers 2. It was just too comic booky in a world that they're trying to make seem realistic. So it's more believable, I guess. Yeah. No, I, I completely understand. You know, sometimes I think that there's a fine line when it comes to making a comic book movie about, you know... Do you upset the hardcore comic book fans, or do you appease the audience that's not so much comic book fans? I think there's sometimes a fine line. I think you go for the fans that haven't seen it, or they're not big comic book fans, because the comic book nerds are going to still see the movie. Yeah, they're just going to complain no matter what you do. Yeah, but they're still going to get the money. Yeah, and that's the thing. It is a business, and just like with Batman versus Superman, they're seeing that there's not a lot of repeat uh, viewing by some of the hardcore fans, because they've had some, you know... Upset moments, I guess. Um, And it hasn't directly appealed to a wide enough audience that some of these others have. Yeah, so I'm I'm just curious. I mean, I'm not obviously going to write it off because I was kind of like you in the way that I didn't know much about Ant-Man. And I said earlier I didn't know much about Guardians of the Galaxy. And I walked away impressed by both those movies. So we'll just really have to wait and see if this is one of those movies that does the same thing. So I don't think any movie is ever going to beat the intro to uh, 
Guardians, though, when he's walking through that planet just kicking those little rodent things. Oh, yeah, and he's so listening to music. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's one of those movies. After that movie, I literally went and bought the soundtrack immediately after I walked out of the theater. It was so good. So good. So, good, Justin. Okay, uh, so there's a major uh, TV show returning this week. Game of Thrones, or next week, sorry. Uh, April 24th, Game of Thrones will return, and they released a new trailer. A lot of people are really excited about it. Travis, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I'm assuming you want to hear my thoughts because you've only seen the first six episodes of the entire series right busted yeah don't don't you try to pull the wool over my eyes don't you try to peel my head and convince me it's raining understand (laughs) sure yeah (laughs) all right just tell me it's pee yeah just tell me and then it's all all is okay yeah so no i'm really excited i'm all caught up uh on the show you know there's a lot of stuff i obviously don't want to spoil it for anybody because i know you and maxwell are both obviously not caught up but there's a lot of things that they ended with on last season that they've kind of already introduced some stuff in the trailers uh but i'm really excited to see what happens with this season for sure is this the last season or are they making one more uh i think there's going to be one more after this Yeah, it's about time the show wraps up. Yeah, the up. author is actually <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the the author of the whole series is actually writing another book specifically to be able to finish the TV show. Yeah. So nobody actually knows what the ending's going to be because it hasn't been written yet, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. So I'm really excited about it. So I'd be interested to uh, to hear what uh, some of the fans you know think about Game of Thrones. So if you guys want to throw a comment on any of our social media things, do that. I would actually like to add after Game of Thrones, you should stick around and watch Silicon Valley. Valley. If you are a nerd, you're gonna love that show. I haven't seen it. I heard it's really. Oh good. my gosh, it's so funny! It's the funniest show on it's TV. It's got T.J. Miller in it, <laughs> yeah, it right? Does, yeah. And he's obviously so funny. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. So um, it's got right. a lot of really funny guys, like Martin Starr. He was in, I think, Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, that seems like a really good show. I got a, a buddy of mine uh, that I work with that told me I need to watch that show. He says it's hilarious. So, and oddly enough, we just found out that Spider Man now has a title for its new movie. What is that? It's uh, called Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, and they're looking to get Michael Keaton as the villain. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, do you think he'll play Birdman or? I don't think they're going to mix those two uh, universes oh, together. They're not going to do a crossover. Oh, okay. he can play That's... the Vulture. <laughs> How funny would that be? You know, I do want to say this: when uh, before they rebooted Spider Man after three. John Malkovich was supposed to play the Vulture in Spider-Man 4. How perfect is he for that role? He oh, looks just man. like him. Yeah, that would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah. Now, Damn. I just wanted another Andrew uh, Garfield Spider-Man. I really liked him. Really? Yeah. Eh. Oh. <laughs> well, one of the things I will say that... Uh, he was okay. They've done sneak peeks of uh, Captain America Civil War already, and a lot of the feedback is saying, now, of course, we all don't know how much screen time Spider-Man actually has, but there's been several, like, themes that I've been reading with people's reviews that uh, this is the best Spider-Man yet as far as Tom Holland doing a really good job as Spider-Man. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I just, I don't want the next movie, which is called Homecoming. Sounds like it's Homecoming. And I'm thinking, (laughs) right, like school, Homecoming. And which is where Spider-Man stars is high school. And I just don't want another origin story. Well, I've I've got a question. Since he's going to appear in Civil War first, I don't think he's going to get bit in this movie i mean maybe god i hope not because uh, it i mean this could be that the movie takes place before civil war oh you know i'm saying I mean? in civil war i don't think he'll get bit right yeah, yeah. i mean i i would almost bet money on it of course you never know but um god is it yeah it'd be like you call him the batman versus <laughs> you, superman you want to know what i wish they would do and this is just it's just something i thought about that i always thought would be kind of cool what's that is when they enter Deuce the new Spider-Man instead of doing like an origin story like you talked about because we all know who Spider-Man is by yeah. this point right and 
you know, Aunt, Clark Kent, right? Yeah. And, and uh, the last Spider-Man movie, obviously they just quit in the middle of that series. So you start to think, are they really going to reboot it? What are they going to do? I always thought it would be really cool that when he makes his appearance in Civil War, if they did a flashback scene of the first Avengers movie when they're fighting in New York, that they had like a brief maybe 10 or 15 minute clip of what he was doing while that was going on and they were getting attacked. Like he was fighting it somewhere else in the city. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And, and in that way they can just completely tie him in without having to do an origin story. And, you know, and it already puts him, you yeah. know, in that timeline somewhere. That's a, that's a good idea yeah. actually. And it tied, uh, that worked really, really well in Batman uh, versus Superman. Cause the, you know, running on the streets is Bruce Wayne. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought that would be, uh, I just thought that would be something kind of cool. So Justin, you want to talk about, uh, something that I'm really invested in and really excited about, uh, No Man's Sky. So. Yes. Uh, so Hello Games, it looks like they're starting to finally pull back the curtain. IGN did a video this week with, uh, 21 minutes of brand new footage the uh the game just continues to impress me it looks incredible uh it's probably the most ambitious game we've seen in a while uh one uh former sony exec was quoted as saying that no man's sky was the best pitch he had ever seen so there's a lot of hype going into this game and i know you're excited about it are you excited about it i have zero interest (laughs) really i didn't expect (laughs) that i'm really yep i'm really surprised honestly Oh, not even a little bit. Like every time I see the videos of it from like just a few months back, is it too cartoony? Of it was. I mean, it's colorful, which is fine, but it's just like, what am I gonna do? Fly up and land on another planet and run around, look at random creatures. I have no interest in it. Well, there's like a first person shooter aspect to it. Well, there's that. There's also a whole space pirate. Like if you want to go around and mine minerals and like trade, and I mean, there's more to it than just exploring. Well, you guys can try to convince me right now on this podcast, but. It ain't gonna happen. Okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Imagine a world. Okay. But yeah, I, uh, I mean, it might change once I actually get my hands on the game when one of y'all buy it and I come up here and visit and play it. Yeah, <laughs> I just now thought of that. We I have share play. Just walk over. No, we can share play. I'll literally since you'll have good internet and I won't now. <laughs> that won't that won't work. So yeah. never mind. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll but time it. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be one of those things. I think that you're gonna see when it comes out, and you're gonna say. I want to get some of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was uh, when the division was announced and there was like that ten minute gameplay or whatever, I was super pumped and I don't own it. Yeah, well, you got a lot of stuff going on. So when you get down there and you don't have friends, you're gonna play a lot of games. Yeah, that's true. When I or you're friends. gonna or you're gonna spend a lot of time doing things we wish we could be doing. So. Oh yeah, hmm. <laughs> I'm just thinking of that daydreaming now of all yeah. the things. Yeah, I like how you're uh... like just laying on the beach. Yeah. Now, Justin, are you gonna get this game? Oh, absolutely. Say this game uh, before you actually get the chance to play it. It's reviewed, and the reviews are just awful. It's getting like threes out of ten, uh, fours, twos. Well, one of two things is gonna happen. One, I'm going to take my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna walk outside. Yeah. I'm gonna open up my trash can, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna throw it inside of it. Or, I'm going to treat this like B V S, Nazi. E- no. Okay. Even though that movie got garbage reviews, and go and I went and seen it anyways, and I I walked away surprised. So what I mean by that is, even if the reviews are pretty terrible, I'm probably still going to buy it because I've been looking forward to it for so long, and I know that this is a small company and they poured a lot of time into it. That I even feel like if it comes out and it's not that good, that I may still give them a dollar. Well, you know the, you? the whole um. Being anticipating it and just wanting it for a long, long time, 
is exactly what I felt like whenever virginity. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I've just never been able to cope with it since. Uh, no, when Alien versus Predator came out, man, I was looking forward to that for years, honestly. And it came out, and I made my friend Nick go see it, and he had no interest in it. And I walked into it, and I go, dude, it's probably going to be terrible, but I got to see it anyway. And I walked out with being more upset than I even expected it to, and I knew it was going to be bad. And I just couldn't believe it. I mean, just from the first scene, it was so bad. Did you have the same feelings when you played uh, Aliens Colonial Marines? Let's not talk about that. (laughs) I was just sitting here thinking about that. I was like, yeah, it's kind of like when you played that game, and it was terrible. Funny thing about that, and this is completely off topic, but there was a computer modder that actually went in and modded Aliens uh, Colonial Marines to actually make it the game that it should have been. So you can actually play it. And somebody's mod it to, I guess, actually to make it a really good game. So. Yeah, like it increased the AI and the aliens and everything. Yeah, I was, yeah. was uh, kind of wanted a PC for that. <laughs> yeah, but that's, maybe that's one thing you can do when you get down there is actually build a gaming PC and be able to do things. So, all right, anybody have any other th- anything else they want to add about No Man's Sky? I'm just really excited about it. Yeah, well, guess who's going to play it together? You and I. That's right, and we'll never see each other in the game because the galaxy is so large. Yeah, and it's fine because Maxwell's not going to be there anyways. I don't need to see him. It's fine. No, I meant you and I. Oh, well. Because they said the galaxy is so large that you'll probably never, ever find your friends. (laughs) Challenge accepted. (laughs) Yes. Um, all right, well, moving on, let's talk about uh, Doom 4 Beta. It's now moved from a closed beta to a open beta, right? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think April 15th. Yeah, April 15th is when it actually starts at 12 a.m. Eastern time, depending on where you're listening from. And uh, it runs all the way through till April 17th at 11.59 p.m. What a wide open gap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh with your new internet it should take that entire amount of time to download, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. I oh, appreciate it. But wait, you can preload it starting uh, uh yesterday. Yeah, there you go. So uh are you gonna play the beta? I'll give it a shot. Maxwell's not gonna play the beta because he's gonna be in the middle of packing and stuff. So Yep. Yep, you're not gonna play it. You're maybe you I'm thinking about gonna, buying that game? I'm gonna do that thing you were talking about where you take it outside and throw it in the trash. Yeah. Now I know you talked about how excited you were just from the you know, gameplay of the trailer for yeah, the multiplayer. Yeah, I was I was excited about it. Um, the only thing is, I'm a I don't know if I want to play the game because I want to be able to sleep at night and have n- no nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, it is intense. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be hard enough to sleep when you're laying beside a diabetic cat that's snoring. Oh my god, <laughs> it's snoring and overweight. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyways, no, no, commercials. Is her diet that poor? No, they have a fantastic. And I buy like really expensive. <laughs> they cat eat food. what they, they want. Just, That's why it's fantastic. They just get it. Just I mean, it's like random. It's not like humans where they go and just I didn't know eat okay. a thousand Twinkies and get I'm, it. Or yeah, I mean, yeah. But, and no offense to any of our listeners, it is a diabetic or eats a thousand Twinkies. Yeah, or eats a thousand <laughs> Twinkies. I do love a Twinkie. So I'm so glad that somebody brought those back. I know. You know, even. I never had a Twinkie until after they came back. Oh really? Yeah, I just never had. Let a me guess. Have one. It was because you watched Zombieland. No, it's because they took him away, and I was like, "Well, crap! No, I want one." Oh, and, <laughs> and I looked everywhere, and of course, they were like five hundred dollars on eBay. When they came back, I was like, "I'm gonna get one before they leave again." Oh well, I'm glad, and and what, and I need a review of how this Twinkie was. Honestly, and you weren't impressed. It's a giant turd. Yeah, and you thought, no wonder they left, right? Yeah, I, I mean, well, I mean, it wasn't a turd, but it wasn't what everyone made it out to be, and I've never had one since. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of those things that you would have had to have had as a child. <laughs> Probably. Like I'm, a super donut. 
Oh, uh, I still I've, get those. Adults the, don't like them if they've never had them as a kid. I've never had a super donut. Someone was talking to next, me about those just the well, other day. All right, so, next bag of disappointment. So next time I'm <laughs> heading to my parents, there's a gas station that sells them. I'll pick you up one. And super we, donuts or Twinkies? Super donuts. Everyone sells Twinkies. Super donuts. Yeah. And next podcast that we're on or whenever we're on and I have a super donut, we'll actually have you eat one while we're I'll review it on, on the air. Yeah. yeah. We're I want an unboxing of uh, yeah, we'll a super donut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'll do a food review every Make week. Make sure you microwave it. <laughs> yeah. That's so, but you know. back to the Doom beta. Uh, I'm probably going to play it. I'm pretty excited about the game, but I'll be honest. Like Maxwell talked about on the last episode about you know the multiplayer, and he and he talked about you know the co-op aspect. I will play this game if I know that friends have it uh, and that I can play with them. But I don't know if it's a game necessarily that I would play by myself. Not because I would be afraid, but it's just one of those kind of games that I wish that. You know that I want to play with friends, just because when I played Gears of War, the game was great by itself, but when you actually played with friends, it was fantastic. When I could watch somebody jump over like uh, cover and literally saw them in half, and I'm just back here watching it happen, was just completely awesome. So, yeah, <laughs> it sounds disgusting, but I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, that game was a great co-op game. Yeah, so and I'm pretty excited about the new Gears of War four coming out, even though hardly any of my friends that I actually play games with own an Xbox other than Justin and maybe one or two others. Oh, it's exclusive? Gears of War? Yeah, it's a Microsoft game. Uh, yeah, did you forget? You'll never play it. I'll never play it because <laughs> yeah. PlayStation 4 for life. Listen, <laughs> maybe there'll be another Resident Evil game coming out It's as good as co-op as what 5 was. Well, I live to see the day. Yeah, you and me both. So now speaking of Doom, yeah, uh, I want to kind of use this as a way to kind of take it back, going back. Where are we going? We're going to the retro Roundup, romper room. I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. But let's get there. Let's go. Yeah. Retro Roundup. Wah, wah, wah. Anyways, um, so let's talk about Doom. Uh, Doom, you know, 1993, right? Yeah, I think that's when it came out. Yeah. So, and if not, you know, you can fact check me and let me know. That's fine. I don't care. I don't have to see any of you. So that's fine. But, anyways, <laughs> I have to see some of you, but not so, all of you. So, I wanted to use this as an opportunity. We actually asked. You know, a lot of the people that are, you know, following us and trying to support us, which we really appreciate for some feedback around, you know, what your favorite childhood memory was, what your favorite, you know, cartoon TV show toy. I will tell you that every response we got back, unless we missed it, except maybe one or two had to do with video games. Uh, And we got over between Reddit, Facebook, Twitter. We got close to probably 70 comments. Right, Justin? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so we got a ton of them, which obviously we're not going to be able to read through even a quarter of them, obviously, on the podcast. But we are going to compile them all and then put them up on the website for you guys to be able to check out at nerdswithmikes.com. All right, so so let's go forward. Let's, uh, Justin, you want to uh, start us off by uh, talking about uh, favorite childhood video game? Yeah, um, so you know, one, you know, people responded with their favorite video game. Uh, Chad on Facebook uh, said the first time uh, he felt utterly defeated and outraged in a game, it was with uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game on Sega Genesis. Uh, he felt like he was doing a great job, and then uh, he had to face the final boss. Um, took him forever, uh, just filling with rage. He, had, he beat the boss, and then guess what? He had to fight him again. Uh, Chad then tells us that was the first time he ever used a curse word uh, was playing this game. So <laughs> I feel uh, your pain. Video games bring out the best in us. Yeah, those game, those video games where 
if you die, you have to start all the way oh, over. No. I mean, most retro games were that way before you could actually, you know, save and, you know, give you passwords and whatever. Uh, you know, Contra was obviously the same way, right? Yeah. So, uh, one of our other Facebook uh, followers uh, by the name of Kelsey said that my cousin and I would tote our 10-pound laptop down to the park to steal Wi-Fi from a local business across the river so they could play Club Penguins and Neopets. That is some impressive Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, especially for however old this person supposedly is. Uh, she also went into talking about how she got actually banned from Club Penguin because she took the uh, lyrics from a Flo Rider song <laughs> and posted it in Club Penguin and her account oh. actually got banned. Now, Flo Rida hasn't been around this long, so... Well, maybe she's young. Maybe, yeah. I mean, we never know. So. Our our demographic yeah. knows no age. Yeah, that's so. right. All listeners. So. All, all the listeners. Yeah, yeah. So, so now that we've had a chance to hear from a couple of people around, specifically around video games... Justin, what was your favorite video game growing up? I know, obviously, it's hard to narrow it down oh, it to is. one, but what's the one that you think you could go back to any time and play over and over? You know, well, if it's the one I can go back to, you know, I, I was going to say Super Mario World at first, and then I was going to say GoldenEye. Don't but say it's, Rust. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Rust and, and Siege. No, um, the one I can always go back to when I have time and time and time again is Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. That game never, ever gets old. I If they released it today for any console, I would buy it and probably play it again. Or I may just buy it and let it sit on my shelf for a while. But uh, that's the game that I always go back to. Yeah, I mean... I think there's no disputing. I think all of us sitting at this table, probably all the listeners. I mean, if you're a listener out there and you hate Ocarina of Time, send us a message on Facebook. I would like to hear why, because Ocarina of Time is just one of those cornerstones in you know gaming history that completely changed the way that I felt about games, especially action-adventure games. What about you, Maxwell? You like that game? Oh, for sure, man. And I, I don't think any of the Zelda games since have been able to live up to that level. No, I, I don't think so either. I mean... I got the only one I, I think that I got into as much as I did Ocarina of Time. I mean, it still doesn't surpass Ocarina of Time for me, but I really, oddly enough, really enjoyed Wind Waker for some reason. I don't know why, but I really loved that game too. I did it at the time when it came out, but I bought the uh, HD re release and I just had a lot of trouble uh, getting back into it. Did it? Probably because it was too cartoony. No, I think it was just because uh, like Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword came out after, and yeah. I enjoyed them much more. Yeah, let's not talk about those games. You have to swing your arms to play. Uh, you don't. Oh, the HD the remake Twilight now. Princess, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. So I could be lazy and play. Yeah. What about you, Maxwell? What about your favorite childhood video game? Uh, well, if anybody's listened to any of our pa- uh, past podcasts, that's hard to say. <laughs> uh, Super Metroid, hands down, without question. Uh, since I've already discussed it, though, my second place would be playing Sonic 2 or newer uh, with my brother. Um, he He's older than me, and... Uh, He's bigger than I am, too. So he usually got to choose player one. <laughs> he was always first player. Yeah, always. So I am one of those, uh, the younger child that is always more of a fan of like uh, Tails or Luigi, you know, the second player characters. And uh, we just spent a lot of time playing the Sonic games. There were a lot of variations of it, even like the pinball, but running around and, and playing as Tails, um, building, like bonding with my brother in a video game. That's probably my best. Yeah, I mean those those two games specifically that you mentioned are are both excellent games, obviously. So, uh, my favorite childhood video game, you know, and I don't even know if any of you guys here at the tables played it. I know, obviously, when you say Punch Out, you think of the original Punch Out, but the game that 
myself and my my dad played a ton uh, with Super Punch Out on Super Nintendo. Uh, Maxwell seen me play this game. I could probably play the game with my eyes closed. <laughs> I know every every move that every that every boxer makes. I could go through it without getting defeated once. It's just one of those games that I could go back, pick up, and play any time, and probably beat it. I'd say probably in 20, 30 minutes. I mean, it's just one of those games that I just absolutely love. It's an easy playthrough. Uh, it's just really fun. And it's just one of those things that just obviously brings up good memories. My, my dad and myself just playing Super Nintendo. I mean, we played a lot of Super Metroid as well. We played a lot of Gradius 3. You know, oh, man, Gradius. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially because that was a two-player game, which was fantastic. So, uh, And then me and one of my childhood best friends, uh, Johnny, we used to play this, and I'm not even really big into like motorcycles or anything like this, but we, we used to play a ton of this game on Super Nintendo called Dirt Track, Dirt Track FX, and we rented it from a video store uh, in Point Pleasant, and, you know, it was just, we played it a ton, and, you know, so it's just hard to narrow it down to one, but, but if I had to pick a game, it would be Super Punch-Out, just because I could always go back to that yeah. game. Uh, going forward, we want our next uh, topic to be favorite childhood TV show or cartoon. So uh, I, I want to take a minute to read feedback from one of the Facebook uh, followers. Odana says that uh, she always remembers having a friend uh, that was never allowed to watch the TV show Power Rangers, which is one of those shows that I used to watch like every morning before yeah. I'd go to school, right? And that and VR Troopers, right? VR, we are VR. <laughs> That's right, bro. <laughs> Forgot but, uh, about that show. Yeah, but she talks about the this neighbor that was never actually allowed to watch Power Rangers because his mom said that it made him too violent. Uh, it was really more of, her, you know, her mom's friend more so than, you know, she was friends with his kids. But she thought that it was a joke until they secretly watched an episode of the Power Rangers and the kid lost his cool and he started trying martial arts and ended up breaking his arms breaking his arm in two pieces of outdoor furniture. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, you know, let's just hope that he doesn't turn out like the Red Ranger oh. he, <laughs> that actually ends up murdering a family later on in life. Oh, so, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so, let's, yeah, as long as he ended up okay, you know, that's fine. But, uh, but yeah, so Maxwell, I'll, I'll go ahead and ask you, what was your favorite uh, TV show growing up as a kid? Uh, TV show for me, actually, as we've been talking this whole episode, because I've had this prepared i i have a second a secondary um my main one though is the x-men yeah there you go the animated series from the 90s um it's just it was so good i mean just something about i guess the x-men it was like i had so many x-men toys um but the other tv show for me was the fresh prince of bel-air oh that's a good one we had direct tv uh at one point and we had two channels that i, I think it was nickelodeon and there was like two different time zones or whatever. And so I could watch like two episodes, flip it to the other channel and watch two different episodes. And it just it would like make the day. There was, I could still to this day watch every episode of The Fresh Prince. Yeah, that is a really, really good show. Good. Justin, were you a fan of that show? I was. Okay. Good. Yeah, it was really good. Because I thought I was going to have to punch you. <laughs> Why? I love that I mean, show. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> today, today at work, actually, we, it's funny that you mentioned that as we were talking about what shows what we'd like to see come back, kind of like Full House did. And I said either uh, uh, Fresh Prince or Family Matters. You watch your words. What? I don't know if they could do another they Fresh couldn't. Prince and it'd be good. Well, no. well they Will Smith get... has mentioned that he's wanting to bring it back and actually have his son as oh. the uh, as the Fresh Prince. 
That and would, would be... he play like the Uncle Phil role? <laughs> no idea. Because the well, real Uncle Phil is he's, uh, he passed away. Passed away, yeah, yeah which is real sad. We got to stop talking about deaths in our podcast. Uh, yeah. but it's the but, doom and gloom episode. But I tell you, you know, not and not to get all sentimental, but that show specifically, like it was known obviously for for being really funny, but there was a lot of a lot of issues that 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 show actually addressed. You know, with race, with family issues. I mean, there was times where. You know, you could be laughing, and then the next thing you know, you're like, "Man, I can really relate to this." Yeah, and, you know, it's a really good show. So, what about you, Justin? What's your favorite show? Uh, that's a good question, Travis. No, uh, <laughs> I'm probably gonna go with, and this is like the little kid in me, uh, Rugrats. I loved that show as a child. Uh, not gonna lie, I still do. Reptar, uh, <laughs> bro. Reptar. Reptar. Yeah, I'm trying to push it on my kid, uh, even. But uh, I loved Rugrats. You know, um. If your kid, if your kid had red ha- red hair, he would be Chucky. No, well the hair, yeah, because he's, he's got, got that crazy long hair. hair yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe he's cooler than Chucky. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. <laughs> if you said he wasn't, there'd be an issue. <laughs> no, he's awesome. <laughs> uh, but no, I uh, it'd probably be Rugrats. Yeah, I mean that's and the thing is, is like a lot of those cartoons could be redone. Oh yeah, you know. But the thing is. Chucky died. The woman who played Chucky died. Good oh. Lord, let's not. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna wow. let you know everyone who died. Okay, uh, guys. okay. Yeah, that's that's really really sad. Yeah, just like last year. Man, that is crazy. I don't know how or why, but it happened. Yeah, and and when you said Rugrats, it made me think of the show that I was gonna pick, but then obviously, what show was that? Doug Funny Man. Oh, you should pick Doug. Man, Doug, I was gonna take it from you. Patty Mayo, Pork Chop. Oh man. The Beats was his band. The Beats. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and then uh, Quell Man with the yeah. underwear on top of his pants. Bro. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's a great show. But yeah, Rugrats ultimately is, is awesome. What was Doug's friend's name? I forget. Doug's friend's name was Skeeter. He was blue. Skeeter Valentine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but... Uh, but yeah, but back to Rugrats, though. Uh, Chelsea... Uh, who, was, who was the girl? Aunt Angelica? Angelica, yeah. Man. What a bitch. <laughs> she was so mean. So mean. Anyways, yeah. So, so yeah. So, great picks, guys. But it's not anywhere close to my pick. My pick is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Man. And not because I feel like it's a Sunday school answer or that it's like, you know. You need a Sunday school answer a cop, after that last comment. Yeah, that's yeah, true. <laughs> uh, or a cop-out. But I loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the early 90s show. Like, Heroes in a Half Show, man. Turtle power. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean, I owned basically every toy. Like, I even had like the sewer that you could piece together. Oh, nice. I had now the, we're talking. I had the I had the little vehicle that actually shot pizza out of the front of it. Like, I literally owned That's everything legit. you could. And the sad thing was, and if my mother is listening to this episode, because I'm pretty sure she listened to our last one, when I moved out of my house for college, she gave away every single Ninja Turtle thing that I had. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, Mom, I still love you, but I died inside a little bit that day. I mean, just to think that all... Yes, I'm a grown man, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I didn't want my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a little piece of my childhood. So, But yeah, I absolutely love that show, and that brings me to a point about... I wanted to kind of wait until you all took turns of telling me what shows that you like, but do you guys feel like the TV shows, like car- primarily cartoons, because that's kind of what we talked about, do you feel like the cartoons of today hold up to the cartoons that we had as a kid? Because I just feel like when I watch some of the stuff on TV, like, and maybe, I don't know, maybe to the people that watch it and are growing up, maybe they feel the same way that I do, like, about Ninja Turtles. But, like, just looking at it, maybe it's because I'm adult. I just feel like they're 
polar opposites. What do you guys think? I think they're turds. That's tough today. Man. I mean, it, it, you're kind of right uh, in a sense about um, maybe the way they're growing up with it versus the way we did. I mean, I, I tried watching X-Men um, just a few years back with my friend uh, Solomon, and it just wasn't as good because the, the animation quality was pretty poor compared to today's standards. Um, I think that there's a lot of things that are getting censored in today's cartoons and shows, and that's why maybe sometimes they're not as they don't seem as good. Um, I don't think anybody smokes any of the cartoons now. I mean, they definitely did when we were growing up, for sure. Um, I'm pretty sure April O'Neil's boss would smoke in the cartoon. I might be wrong. Um, I know in the X-Men they would smoke. Yeah, I, I think sometimes some gems will come out, but then they don't make it past many seasons. There was actually a really good season of X-Men. I can't recall what the title of it was, but it's one from like the early like the 2000s mid 2000s or something and it's during the um oh man if, if i'm right on this it's it's during like the future when everybody's kind of been killed out and the cities are destroyed uh like the beginning of days of future past it's set in that time frame and it was fantastic but i think that was like the only season of it hmm well, that's interesting uh one of the things that i noticed that they did with the ninja turtle series it's still on to this day but they've obviously went through different you know under different people that's that's made them, you know, and, you know, if you compare the, the early 90s one with the one that's currently out, you know, completely different. But one of the things that I thought was cool with the new one is they actually did an episode where they actually interacted with all the previous versions of themselves. So they had, you know, the CGI version from, I think, the Nickelodeon uh, show, and then they had the early 90s one, and, you know, they had all the different variations where they actually crossed paths and, you know, they actually got to meet each other, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that episode, actually. Um, I think it's almost the only episode of that series that I've seen, actually. Um, and they had the comic book Ninja Turtles where they originated from, where they were all just, like, black and white. And they just had, they were all uh, wearing red bandanas and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, and they, and they actually got um, the original people that voice the roles in the cartoons actually come back in and re-record, you know, parts of that, which I thought was really, really cool. So, all right. Well, that wraps up the childhood favorite TV shows. Maxwell, do you want to uh, talk about childhood favorite movies? All righty then. Uh, <laughs> if that's not a dead giveaway, my favorite was Ace Ventura. Uh, my mom could tell you that that was hands down my favorite. And because when I went to the movie theater, watched that, I think, with my brother, I came back home and acted the entire movie out to my mother, <laughs> scene for scene, even scenes that I did not quite understand at the time, which was um, whenever she's like, is there another way to pay for this because I don't have any money? And she takes his pants off. I did not know what that meant as a kid. <laughs> but it was um, that's still to this day I could watch it a thousand times. Ben actually made a comment on uh, Facebook. Um, his favorite movie was, um, well, I guess it's it's technically, it's a movie to us because we grew up around Lord of the Rings, but I think um, he stated that it was originally from the books. But his brothers and he, would uh, they would go out and make their own weapons and shields out of cardboard um, and other toys that they had, and they would act out as characters from Lord of the Rings, uh, whenever they were at their grandparents' house because they didn't have any cable or uh, video game systems. And that's what got him really interested in Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, actually. I bet you he was The Hobbit because he probably is short and has hairy feet. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know, Ben, but, you know, who knows? 
So, but Justin, what about you? What was your favorite uh, childhood movie? Oh gosh, there's so many. Better um, not suck. <laughs> I don't think it does. Uh, no, I'm gonna go with uh, probably Toy Story. Uh, it was a classic. It kind of changed the way movies were made as far as animation goes, and I love it. <laughs> I still watch it. Uh, you know, it's it's another thing I'm trying to you know push on my kid. Just a really great series that's held up today even but i really i loved watching that movie as a kid uh, i still love watching it now does it still uh tug on your heartstrings it sure does you got a friend in me that's a really good impression <laughs> thank you actually that's randy newman ladies and gentlemen yeah. <laughs> hello everybody <laughs> i don't even know what to say yeah no i mean toy story obviously uh when that movie first came out uh you know it was amazing because I think it was one of the first CGI like animated movies of its kind at the time yep. under Pixar, right? Yeah, I think that was the first Pixar movie. Yeah, so uh, which is oddly enough, it's kind of interesting because Pixar was was uh, and a lot of people may not know this, but Pixar was actually founded by a company called Next. And do you know who founded Next? Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Uh, he went to Next act- actually after he left Apple and founded Next. You know what? Steve Jobs also died. Oh man! <laughs> Sorry. Guys. Wow. Sorry, guys. Maybe yeah, if there's a so did our podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe if there's a uh, Toy Story four, Woody will die. Uh, there is a Toy Story four. They're making it now. Oh well, Woody's dead. Maybe. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Tom Hanks died. I'm <laughs> just joking. Oh, the no. look on your face. I wish that everyone could have seen that look. Yeah, I was. I was really scared. Tom Hanks is still alive. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> well, now I feel like the need to check the news. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So my uh, movie, and I'm hoping that everybody at this table has actually seen it, but is Short Circuit, the movie about Johnny Five, the robot, right? And uh, one of my favorite childhood movies. I could watch it over and over and over. You know, it's just. I thought it was the coolest at the time because obviously there was a robot. I've always been a big fan of robots. Maxwell loves robots. Justin probably hates robots. I, I am a robot. <laughs> I am Johnny Five. Yeah, but anyways, it's just one of those movies that it's very lighthearted. It's very fun. There's a little bit. There's not really a ton of action in it, but I just thought it was so cool because at the time as a kid, I just thought it was amazing of all the things they could do with that ro- robot. Right? Now, was, are, is this short circuit or two? Short, the first short. Story. Okay, because I think I've seen that one maybe once, but what I grew up watching over and over and over was Short Circuit Two, where he's in the city. Oh yeah, no. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it. Okay, I've seen it. I just, I the first one is the one that I, you know, that I, when I think back to my childhood, that I, that I've seen the most. Uh, I'm kind of like you, the opposite though. Like I've only sh- seen Short Circuit Two maybe a handful of times. Oh man, it's a it's a classic. Yeah, so. So yeah, so that was uh one of our one that was our favorite ones. Now, the last topic may cause some controversial especially if there's people that listen that know us. Um <laughs> and if you see us and you talk to us after, you know, this next part, just be nice. So we're going to talk about our most embarrassing childhood moments. I think in order of what I'm thinking is going to be said, I'll I'll start mine. Justin, then you can finish yours. Okay. Okay. I like. We'll just finish it with a boom. I like. I like where this is going. Go ahead. All right. So, for me, um, it was not so much embarrassing at the time. I think, uh, but as I look back on it, it it's one of those memories that just is like embedded into my brain. And how many memories do you guys have from uh, like kindergarten? Not many. 
Yeah. Not, so not usually a, bad ones. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I have two. One that was embarrassing for somebody else where they had to go to the restroom and they didn't make it. Uh, <laughs> wow. Story of my one, life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second memory that I have, which is, is mine, um, we were having a party. It was after hours at the, like, just, I don't know, maybe like an hour or two after the school was out. Um, and it was in a, the kindergarten class itself. They had different snacks and treats, whatever. There was a, you had to, uh, like win the snacks and prizes and <laughs> horrible. It, well, I mean, it was fun. I, I remember the, the, that the idea of everything was fun, but speaking of Ninja Turtles, it's so funny. I remember they had Animal Cracker Ninja Turtles. It was in a little cardboard box that looked like the van. And I just remember wanting nothing else. Like, everything blacked out. Nothing mattered. I just saw that box, and I needed it in my life. Um, Everything was over. My parents were here. They're coming to get me. We're walking out, and I am just bawling my eyes out. I am just so, like, just destroyed uh that i didn't get that and you know they're like well what's the problem what's the problem i tell them i wanted that so bad the teacher comes out and hears everything and she brings me one of those vans with the crackers in it it was just like the best moment ever but i just remember being so hurt like so hurt and now i'm looking back like that's embarrassing like why was i hurt so bad over a box of animal crackers Animal crackers. And I had the real van at home. <laughs> you wanted the cardboard. I know why I wanted to eat the Ninja Turtles, I guess. <laughs> I guess I know what I'm getting you for a going away present. <laughs> Big old bag of animal crackers. Yes. In a van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a van. <laughs> um, okay, so with my story, uh, mine, it's not one that I realized was embarrassing later in life. It was embarrassing then. Um, so my parents took me to the park. It was uh, it just, I guess it had been raining. I don't really remember because I was like maybe six or seven. And uh, I see these kids playing on the merry-go-round, and I think, hey, I'm going to join them. Uh, the problem is, it was already in motion, but me, thinking I am uh, much more capable of things than what I really was, I run and jump towards it, and my arms make the bar, but the merry-go-round is go it has so much momentum, it's just dragging me through the mud. You would think that's where the worst of the story would be, but it's not. Um, my mother made me strip down to my underwear in front of everybody before getting in the car. And that's that's the most publicly uh, humiliated I've ever been. Well, if you think that that is the most embarrassed you've ever been, wait until you hear my story. Okay. So my story, and I consider it childhood because I was 16, <laughs> right? So my childhood memory was when I first got my job with my first employer at Arby's. I worked fast food, right? So... The thing that I did, I don't really even want to say. Justin's already laughing. Have I told you this story before? <laughs> no, but any story that starts at Arby's is not going to be good. Okay, well, anyways, our store won some sort of award where we our store got chosen to go to Kings Island. Well, anyways, we had to meet at a certain store at some really early... I want to say it was like 4 or 5 in the morning. It was something ridiculous, right? Well, anyways... The town that I was from was a very small town, so from where I was driving up to where I needed to meet, it was a two-lane road, and there was like two gas stations along the way. Neither gas station was open. It wasn't like a big chain gas station. They were open. You know, they closed early. They opened up late. You know, one of those situations. Well, anyways, I was driving down this road by myself, and I had the certain 
sudden urge to poop. <laughs> well, none of these stores were open, so I, I held my poop in my body <laughs> for as long as I could <laughs> until I couldn't anymore. So I stopped at this gas station hoping and praying that they were open. They were not. So, against my better judgment, but I was so desperate because we all know that in desperate times calls for desperate measures, I went out behind this gas station and I pulled my pants down and I squatted down and I pooped. All was fine until I realized I had nothing to wipe my butt with. I opened up my wallet and thankfully I had had a ton of ATM receipt slips. That I used to wipe my butt with. So yeah, you had to wipe that deposit, right? Yeah, it's exactly right. I yeah, it's <laughs> so all was fine. I got to my de- destination on time, but one of my friends was going with me because you were allowed a plus one. But he decided to meet me there. Thank goodness. Yeah, and you would think the story would be over. Like that's not embarrassing enough, yeah. even though nobody was around. However, we were all boarding a Greyhound bus. So as I <laughs> was getting onto the bus. My friend behind me says, hey, did you step in some mud? (laughs) And I did not know that evidently when I was pooping and releasing the demons out of my body, (laughs) I had pooped on the back of my shoes. Oh, my gosh. So my reply was, yeah, mud butt. (laughs) I actually did not say mud butt, but at the time, now that I'm thinking about it, that would really have really been a good response. Yeah. But <laughs> wouldn't so, have changed the fact. No, would not. But but my ch- one of my childhood friends basically seen poop on the back of my shoe. <laughs> so yeah, that's my story. So did, did he know? Did he ever find out it was poop? Uh, I think I sold him. Sold oh, no. him on that it was oh. mud. I think he sold him his shoes. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I think I think deep, I think deep down he knew <laughs> oh, that it was mud butt. But he was just nice enough not to tell me. Oh my gosh! I so, can't imagine like taking that bus ride too for like three hours with the the, the wiping job you were able to pull <laughs> off. Like, that would be awful too. Yeah, because you know you didn't get it all. <laughs> well, luckily enough, and I'm not going to get into detail, but this was a Greyhound bus that fortunately had oh, yeah. a restroom in the Do back. A little of cleanup. It. Yeah, so yeah. I, I got cleaned up, Oof. and everything else after that was fine. Have, so. you, ever th- have you ever thought about wearing diapers? <laughs> Adult diapers. It depends. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. This episode is brought to yeah. you by Depends. Because Depends is a diaper for Depends. For... You're soaking in it. <laughs> oh no. All right. Well, we've talked about poop long enough. Yeah, we have. So now let's move on to oh. pick of the week. Boop, boop, boop. So who wants to start us off this week? Because I need to recover from my poop story. So somebody Uh, else take somebody somebody else take the wheel. Go take some receipts. Um, So I think with the pick of the week, we are going to go more retro because that's kind of how we've most of this podcast has gone. Um, I'd say if you're going to pick up, aside from our top retro games, right, which we've already discussed, there's three. You need to pick those up and play them. I would go back, and this is kind of a little random. I never honestly had the time to go deep into this game, and as you know, um, it was Castlevania Symphony of, of the Night. The Night, yes, it's regarded as one of the best Castlevania games. Yes, yeah. I and I so big and so long though. My friend's older brother had it, and he would never really let anybody play his games. It was insane, but he was a huge Castlevania uh, fan, 
And uh, for me, I want to. That's kind of my pick of the week. I want to go back and and play that. How much of that game did you play? Hardly any at all. You said? Uh, would you watch me play the other night when you downloaded it, or we played it on the uh, emulator? Oh, yeah. That you legally it's like own, ten right? minutes. Yeah, that's as far as you play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. that. Is, yeah, that is a fantastic game. Like, it's to the point where it's one of those games where you think you've played through the whole game. And then you go inside of a mirror, and the complete the map completely just flips, and you have to play through a, basically a different version of what like, you've yeah, like doing uh, was it Ghosts and Goblins? Yeah, which, and going forward, and then having to go all the way back. Which was oddly enough the game that I was going to bring up. So now I have to think of something else. But well, yes. you can talk about it. That's okay. a perfect segue. Okay, yeah, perfect segue. So mine is actually uh, Super Ghosts and, and Goblins, one of my all time favorite games, other than obviously Super Punch Out. I would say on Super Nintendo, it's probably top three games easy. Uh, I love that game because it's super challenging. It's a great game if you have friends over, if you want to take turns being miserable at dying. And like Maxwell said, it's one of those games that if you play through it in a manner where you don't you know, find all the things and you get to the end and you don't find the necklace or bracelet that you need to save the princess that you literally have to play all the way back through the game again. And if you play all the way back through the game again and you still do not find it, the game just ends. That sounds And there's no, yeah, there's no passwords. There's no game saves. I mean, obviously if you're playing on an emulator, which if you do that or not, that's completely up to you. You know, you can't do save states, but yeah, to do that game legit, it's, it's next to impossible. It's, it's crazy hard. So what about you, Justin? Uh, mine is a game I played a lot uh, when I was uh, in middle school, and then it actually just got uh, the Steam a Steam release that was the HD uh, remaster version. It's Age of Empires 2. Uh, a few friends of mine uh, and I, we've recently gotten back into it. We've been putting a lot of time into it, getting angry at each other, trying to kill each other. And it's just a yeah, it's just an old uh, no better way to hang out with friends. I know, yeah, it's just an old uh, real time strategy game. You know, you pick a civilization, you kind of work your way up. You know, advancing through the ages and uh, is that why it's called Age of Empires? It sure is. That's really strange. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and then you know you build up your military, and then you just try to kill each other. It's basically the game. Um, came out in like ninety seven or ninety nine, and like I said, I got the HD uh, re release. Also. I'm gonna go ahead and take two picks of the week. Oh, ooh! If you guys want to go back around, we can. Uh, Man, you're getting crazy. I know. Another game I played when I was younger was uh, Day of the Tentacle. It was an old uh, <laughs> Lucas Art. Have you played it? <laughs> no. Oh, it's, it's great. It's great. Is it so like Octodad? <laughs> uh, I haven't played Octodad. Oh, okay. Well, it's, he has tentacles. It's he's an, an old. Octopus. Yeah, it's an old like point and click adventure game from Lucas Arts, and uh, it's actually the sequel to uh, uh, is it Maniac Mansion or something like that. I never played the original, but I just played Day of the Tentacle. Cool story, bro. Thanks. But anyway. Uh, oh. That makes <laughs> sense now. Yeah. There's a tentacle in that game. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So, Maniac yeah. Mansion. Yeah. yeah wow. you should Light bulb. So good. Because also, it just got a remaster on PlayStation 4 and PC. Hot damn. I think it's like 15 bucks, and uh, it's just as good as it was back in whatever year that was. Oh, well. <laughs> the 90s. Some... Do you have a... Uh... Well, I mean, yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. I like you say it's a point and click game. Yeah, it's a point and click kind of like game. kind of like Mist almost, but uh, kind of less um, puzzles. Yeah, they actually kind of, yeah. There's yeah, there's not many puzzles. Um, I mean, there's, I mean, it just kind of depends on what you call a puzzle. Depen- <laughs> depends keeps coming up. <laughs> They're our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> depends if you're product li- placement. Yeah, depends if you're listening. We will gladly take twenty five cents for every time we mention depends. That's depends. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so about this game, it's it's pretty legit though. Oh yeah, it's great. 
Okay, Maxwell, do you have another pick? Uh, now I want to talk about Maniac Mansion, man. Okay. Because I never played Maniac Mansion. It's so good. Yeah, I only play. So it is. What's good about can it I, is. Can I get a crazy target lady? It's so good. Uh, you can do target lady. I can. But okay. Oh. I'll, I'll bring her up. It's fine. Uh, we'll get in. Oh, yeah, she'll come out. Um, but what was so great about Maniac Mansion was that you had like a, like four or five different characters. I think you could choose. Uh, you would have three that would go in at, at any time. Um or that you'd start off with through the game. Those three, they all had like different skills or whatever. Like, but who were they? Because I want to know if they're the same characters from Day of the Tentacle. I don't know. One of them's like named Hoagie. He's like an old rocker guy. No, these know. are all kids. Okay. So there are a bunch of kids that go in there. But there are adults that live in the mansion. These kids essentially are breaking in. But uh, with the point and click and everything, you have to like pick up an item and then figure out where that item is supposed to go. Like if you ever played Beavis and Butthead in Sega. <laughs> so it's um, a matter of finding the different objects, putting them together to create different things. But there's a lot of little hidden things in there. Like you can get a hamster, a hamster that belongs to one of the scientists in the mansion and you can put it in the microwave and it blows up. But well, there's like really no point in that. Did you say hamster in a microwave? <laughs> yes, and you can blow it up. Oh, and then it's just like this mess in the microwave, and you can like take it back to the guy. But it's like there's certain little like things in there that you can do that uh, don't ultimately change the way the game works. And then other things that do. So like there's a garage, and you can make something happen where the garage blows up, and then it changes some of the outcome options for the game, or it pretty much ends the game because you lose out on some options with the tentacle uh, thing is in there. So it's, it's kind of interesting how they, that uh, is interesting. Uh, yeah. It, it looks like a lot of the, some of the characters from maniac mansion are the characters you play as in uh day of the tentacle. Nice. Well, I'm glad that you guys confirmed that. Yep. I'd hate to think that this was all for nothing. I'm going to have to go back <laughs> and play this game. Yeah. So my second pick is kind of, it just made me think of it because it, and it's something I just recently got uh, is the Amazon echo. And the reason I said that it was because you specifically was talking about, uh, point and click and outcomes change. Yeah, I loved playing with my Echo when I was a kid. Yeah. <sighs> I just joking. Man. No, the reason that I mentioned it, and I'll tie it into retro, is because with the Echo, you can teach it different skills, whether it's games, whether it's if you have kids, which I do not, it, you can have it literally read your kid a bedtime story, uh, check the weather, whatever it may be. But anyways, there is an add-on or a skill you can get, and if you're listening you have an Echo, I highly recommend you do it. It's called... Wayne investigation and basically you just say Alexa uh, open Wayne investigation and what it is is it's a if you ever remember those books or the games where it was a choose your own adventure game where it would give you you know obviously a story and you would get to the point where you had to make a decision and usually you're choosing between two or three you know different options and based off what you answer it changes the the path of you know, the story. And I just thought that was really interesting because I didn't even really think about those games. I kind of forgot about, you know, those type of adventure games and those type of books, you know, as a kid until, you know, I messed with this on the Amazon Echo and I just thought it was really super cool because if you pick an outcome that obviously leads into a dead end, she'll just straight up tell you you're a terrible detective. So (laughs) I just thought that was kind of interesting. So, um, all right, well, this comes to the end of our show. Does anybody have anything else they want to add? Uh, nothing. I'm good. Max, I think we're, I think we're good. All right. So the next time that uh you know we do this podcast, Maxwell's gonna be down where he's relocating to. Uh we're gonna do the best of our ability to make it sound as natural as it currently is. Uh obviously not being in person sometimes can create, you know, it not seeing seeming as, you know, natural and uh, you know, 
you know, feeding off one each other, uh, one another. But you know, we'll do the best we can, and we would appreciate any feedback you guys, uh, you know, have for us. Justin, do you wanna you wanna close this out this week? Yeah, sure. Um, as always, be sure to uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Twitch, subscribe on YouTube. Um, definitely uh, listen to this podcast and uh, subscribe on iTunes, Android. Uh, we're on a different, uh, a few different apps now, and we're working on getting on a couple more. And I, review it if you like it. And I believe I said this last week: if you don't like it, don't review it because it probably won't be very nice. And if you find it in Rust, uh, don't don't blow it up. Yeah, don't blow up the yeah. sign, man. I worked hard to get the materials to make that sign, <laughs> and I had to copy the link, paste the link. And you just blow it up. Yeah. So I'm talking to you, uh, angry people in Rust. Don't blow up my son. Yeah. One of the things that I wanted to add uh, that I just thought about is I actually had a friend of mine reach out to give us some feedback specifically around the podcast. He, you know, he he emailed and said that you know he really enjoyed the podcast. It really took him back to some of the things in his childhood, and he was actually one of the ones that inspired you know us to kind of come up with this idea of doing kind of like a trip down memory lane because he said you know. He's like, I completely love the podcast, but occasionally throw some stuff in that has to do with the 80s, 90s, and just some childhood stuff. And, you know, that's kind of where this came from. Yeah. So, you know, we do listen to everything that comes in. So just make sure that if you have any feedback, whether it's positive or negative, please let us know. Suggestions, theme ideas, anything. Yeah, just let us know because, you know, we're still new at this. We're still working out all the bugs we can. Um, but we're also always looking for ideas to come up with and kind of set ourselves apart from everybody else and just you know we want to we want to provide you with content that you want to listen to so help us out with that all right and that wraps up episode two of nerds with mics it's nerd with mics